Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk waivers and a buy low pitcher next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Thursday, July 7th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White. And let's talk about another White. Mitch White, he took a no-hitter into the sixth inning against the Colorado Rockies, where he allowed one unearned run over five and two-thirds innings with six strikeouts. He's been solid this year, 3.38 ERA, and of course it helps that he pitches for the Dodgers. Widely available, 21% rostered. Scott, what do you think of Mitch White? I don't think much of Mitch White. I mean, the best thing he has going for him, as you point out, is that he pitches for the Dodgers. And so there are a lot of advantages that come with that, namely that the Dodgers are really good at bringing out the best in players. Uh, Mitch White has had some decent minor league seasons, but you know, apart from him having a 338 ERA, there's nothing else here that really stands out not a great swinging strike rate or ground ball rate the xfip is 397 which isn't very good so keep an eye on him but i i would say he's not a priority ad right now frankly i would have rather the dodgers kept ryan pepio around and we'd seen more from him i definitely think there's there's more to like with him how would you rank mitch white um brian bayo and nick Lodolo? they seem like the three most popular pitchers recently? Well, I would rank Nick Lodolo first since he's actually delivering on his promise so far. And then that started, you know, we went two and a half months without seeing him, I realized, but he was, he was showing signs of that before he, he suffered the back strain in April. I would, so yeah, Lodolo first, Bayo second because of the upside and white third. Uh, obviously Bayo's major league debut didn't go the way we wanted it to, but the stuff looked very impressive. A lot of velocity on that sinker, a lot of movement, and uh, obviously the minor league numbers are good. So, you know, if you have room for Bayo, it's still a good idea to keep him around, uh, at least as long as the Red Sox keep him around, which is very much in question. All right, let's talk waiver wire hitters. How would you rank these four outfielders? Fran Mill Reyes showing some signs of life. He has three homers over his last seven games. Ramon Laureano is on fire. His last 14 games, he's hitting 286, four homers, three steals. He's 42% rostered. Eddie Rosario gets on the board with his first home run of the season. And Andrew Benintendi went two for three with two walks, three runs, and his second stolen base. He has multiple hits in seven of his last nine games. Scott, how do you rank these four? Reyes, Loriano, Rosario, Benintendi. So I would say that I rank them in the order you listed them off there. Uh, Reyes obviously has the big power strikeouts have killed him so far this year. Loriano, bit of a power speed combo. Very inconsistent, though. It's nice to see him heating up that it's still in there after, uh, you know, kind of him not being available for so much of this season. But I don't have a lot of faith in Loriano. And, uh, you know, Benintendi, as you point out, 
kind of a hollow batting average. Rosario is one really you need to keep an eye on. Rosario, I'd rank third for right now, but it's really just because of the playing time concern. Him being in the lineup means Adam Duvall is out of the lineup for the Braves, and I can't see them go, going with that arrangement every single day. Brian Snitker, the manager, has said he's going to play by ear maybe play the hot hand, not so much a strict platoon situation. But there was a left-handed reliever on the mound in the seventh inning Wednesday, and Duvall pinch hit for Rosario. I like Rosario more. He was strong down the stretch last season. He's been a must-start player in the past, but let's see how the playing time shakes out for him. All right, let's talk about Lance Lynn. He put up another clunker. He gave up five runs over five innings against the Minnesota Twins, and through his first five starts, he's got a 5.33 ERA, a 1.33 whip. Scotty, buy low or no thanks, bro. Lance Lynn. (laughs) I'm going to buy low on Lynn. I still have a lot of confidence in him. The velocity has been down since he returned from a, a torn meniscus. Missed the start of the season, obviously. But it was better in his previous start. So we we have seen it. We know it's still in there. It was down again in this start. But even in the starts when it's been down, the st- swinging strikes have looked good. Uh, I believe he had 15 yes in this most recent start Wednesday. And, you know, he I, I, I just have a lot of trust in Lance Lynn. He's been rock solid the past three seasons in fantasy. Really for much of his career, he kind of, you know, elevated his game to a new level three years ago with a bunch of strikeouts. Uh, but I, I think he's very much uh, worth keeping around and worth buying if you can get him at a discount. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. It's the most all-star studded challenge ever. And this time, it's every competitor for themselves. Best challenge ever! The Challenge All-Stars. New season now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Go to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply.